Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Did you hear about the guy that said, well, we've tried everything. The only thing left is to pray. Well, that's what he should have done first. But it's hard to pray when you're nervous, anxious, worried, or resentful. So the first thing you got to do is get out of those negative thoughts and emotions. Calm down. And then it's easier to pray. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is God Cares About What's Right. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, everyone. Today I want to talk about anger. I began talking about anger last time, and I want to complete the idea. It's very important. A lot of people have an anger problem. A lot of people have an anger problem. They suppress their anger. And it leads to all kinds of headaches and tummy aches and all kinds of other things. And anger is often also associated with resentment, which is a very, very insidious form of anger that affects the very soul itself. I want to talk about anger today. And I said in the little promo that I made for this program, I said that the solution to anger is not to get angry in the first place. And then I asked the question, is that possible? And the answer is yes. And how do we know that it's possible? Because when you're at work, for example, let's say you're at work and a customer comes with an issue. Do you get angry at the customer? No. You say, let me help you. Let's solve the issue. You have to have a problem-solving attitude with your family the same way you do at work. If you can do it at work, you can do it at home. Why is it that you are so nice at work to everybody, but when you come home, you get angry at your partner? You get angry at your kids? You get angry at those near and dear to you. How is this possible? Something is wrong. And what's wrong is you need an attitude adjustment. See, if you are selfish and you are prideful and deep down inside you are judgmental of other people, then at work you, you have a mindset of operating in what is your best interest. That's your mindset. And so at work, it's in your best interest to solve the customer's problem because A, the customer is happy, B, you look good, C, you keep your job, D, the boss is happy, E, you feel good about yourself. It's definitely in your interest to not get angry at the customer not get angry at anybody, although you do get angry at your boss, don't you? Uh, because that's where your self-interest comes in and you think, she's getting paid 10 cents an hour more than I am. I do more work than he does, but he's making more money than me. I know as much as the boss does or even more. I should be making more money, etc., etc., etc. But let's just keep it very simple. Christ talked about love. And to the Aramaic mind at that time, 
Love was a mindset. It's similar to our term unconditional love. It's a mindset of love. It's a mindset of not judging other people. It's a mindset of seeing the other person as equal to you. It's a mindset of wanting to do what is right. And it's not a question of who is right, but what is right. It's a mindset. If you could have a mindset of love, if you could take on love or put on love, as Paul said, if you could put on love, then you could not get angry at your family and not get angry at people near and dear to you. Now, I think you understand that you can put on this love, but this love must come from God. He has to give it to you. He has to change you as you are now. You're selfish, you're prideful, you're egotistical, you're resentful, and you're judgmental. Now, how did, how did you come to be this way? You weren't born that way. You picked it up somehow along the way. You picked it up, and now it's an unconscious mindset that you have. As a matter of fact, it's not even yours. It's someone else's. You picked up your mother's anger, your father's anger, somebody else's anger. And where did they get it? They got it from somebody else. And it taints the whole human race. Why do you think that there's where that there are fighting in every family? And why are there wars and violence and all kinds of terrible things happening? It's because people don't have love. They have a mindset of pride. That's it. Pride. And pride is very clever at uh, masking its uh, ferocious nature. But the other issue is, at work, you know that you have to put on a good show. You don't want to get bad evaluation. You don't want to get fired or anything like that. And you want other people to look at you, look, think well of you. But at home, it's a question of being strong before the weak. At work, you're weak before the strong. You bow and scrape and curry favor with your bosses and with uh, dominant people at work. But at home, you take it out on those weaker than you, like your kids, for example. So I want you to see that uh, you definitely need to have an attitude adjustment. And God will help you. He will help you. But you have to find his help. You have to want his help. This is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I've been playing the piano since age five and a half, which means I've been playing for over 25 years. And I played all of the music that you hear on Shedding Shackles. I believe that music is endless discovery and continually brings you joy in the discovery of new pieces. The one you're hearing now is Rise Up, Shepherd, and Follow in an arrangement by Jack Schrader. In my job as a collaborative pianist, music helps me be seen and heard. Thanks for listening.
I want you to see that uh, you definitely need to have an attitude adjustment. And God will help you. He will help you. But you have to find his help. You have to want his help. And amazingly, it's available for everyone, but most people will not benefit from it because, once again, it's the attitude. You have to be willing to admit you're wrong and be willing to admit the truth. And a lot of people never want to admit they're wrong. Do you know anybody that never wants to admit she's wrong? I do, but eventually they do have to admit it. Usually it strikes them as some awful ailment that comes upon them because of their, of their meanness and their cruelty and their self-righteousness. They become brittle, brittle in self-righteousness. But now let's keep it all very simple. There's another kind of anger that comes about. So I've talked about one kind of anger, the one that comes from pride and from resentment and judgment and hatred. There it is. That's the word. Let's say it. Hate. A person can very well hate someone else who makes more money than them or hate someone else who's prettier than them or hate someone who's more clever than they are. See, it's hate. Well, you have to look at this hate. You have to see that it's wrong. And if you see that it's wrong, see, if you really intrude, see, some people like their hate. They, they would never admit they're wrong. They like it, and they feel they, they're entitled to it. See, they, in their mind, they think, well, after what she said to me or after what he did to me, they feel they're in, entitled to their hate. But if you can see that you're not entitled to it, if you can see that's an error, that it's a faulty way of thinking, and you can see that you have hate in you, but you don't want to be hate, hateful. See, you, you see hate in you, but you don't want to be hateful. You see that there's anger in you, but you don't want to be angry. You see that you're resentful, and you don't want to be resentful. Well, already you can see there's a little bit of distance between you and it. You can look at it. You look at your own at your own anger, your own hate, your own resentment, or what is resentful resentment in you, or anger in you. You look at it and you see that it's wrong, and you don't want to be that way. Well, that's the beginning. See, that's the beginning. There's a little separation there. You can look at it objectively, just like a math teacher will look at a math problem objectively. He'll say, hmm, how can I solve this problem? There's something wrong. It's not working out. Oh, there's an error. I see my error. There it is. He looks at the error objectively. Does he get angry? No. He simply takes care of the error, and now it's everything is solved. You see? So you have to learn how to look at what's wrong with you without identifying. Well, see, the problem is now you identify it and defend it as if it were your very own. Chances are, like I said, it's not yours. It's your mother's hate. It's your father's hate. It's your brother's hate. It's somebody else's hate. See, when you look carefully, you see that, no, I really don't want to hate. Why is that hate there? Well, now you understand the outside gets, gets inside. In the Bible, it often talks about corruption. In the New Testament, Paul 
talks about corruption. And we, we can see how people can be corrupted by this and that. But would you believe that you are also corrupted by anger and corrupted by emotion? See, when you become emotional, angry or other emotions, then what's on the outside gets on the inside. What's on the outside gets on the inside. And what is that but corruption? Well, the, the, that on the outside that got inside, it feeds on you. And the way it feeds on you is by when you become angry, when you become emotional, it feeds on those emotions. So learn to calm down, stand back, watch it, don't feed it anymore, and everything will begin to improve. Listeners in New York are getting the 15-minute version of this program. To hear the whole 30-minute program, go to SheddingShackles.com or GetReadyToPray.com. Did you hear about the guy that said, Well, we've tried everything. The only thing left is to pray. Well, that's what he should have done first. But it's hard to pray when you're nervous, anxious, worried, or resentful. So the first thing you got to do is get out of those negative thoughts and emotions. Calm down. And then it's easier to pray. Check out our many resources to help you calm down and get ready to pray at GetReadyToPray.com. That's GetReadyToPray.com. Poland relies on listeners like you to keep this program on the air. If you feel moved to help keep Poland on the air so that he can help others, visit SheddingShackles.com SheddingShackles.net or SheddingShackles.us and click on the icon Donate. As we're near the end of our time together, I invite you to visit the many resources available at our website SheddingShackles.com SheddingShackles.net or SheddingShackles.us You can listen to past programs read more about Roland's meditation, or watch Roland's video lectures. Listen in again next week, same time, same station. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. When you look carefully, you see that no, I really don't want to hate. Why is that hate there? Well, now you understand the outside gets gets inside. In the Bible, it often talks about corruption. In the New Testament, Paul talks about corruption. And we we can see how people can be corrupted by this and that. But would you believe that you are also corrupted by anger and corrupted by Emotions. See, when you become emotional, angry, or other emotions, then what's on the outside gets on the inside. What's on the outside gets on the inside, and what is that but corruption? Well, the, the, that on the outside that got inside, it feeds on you. And the way it feeds on you is by when you become angry, when you become emotional, it feeds on those emotions. So learn to calm down, stand back, watch it, don't feed it anymore, 
and everything will begin to improve. See? See, the, the egg has to be pure. The shell must be intact. It's a delicate shell, but it protects the egg and it remains pure. But if there is a hole in the shell, then the inside becomes corrupt. See? So, what you must see is that you have something very delicate that protects you. It actually is very strong, but it's delicate in that God does not force himself upon people. See, there's an expression that God wants volunteers and not conscripts. He doesn't force himself upon you. But other people do, don't they? They force themselves upon you. Maybe you force yourself upon other people. But God doesn't force himself. He delicately, there's the word delicate, he delicately makes you aware of your own wrong. And if you're willing to see that wrong, see, what is your wrong? No, it's not the hate that is in you. I think we can agree that if you're a decent person, you really don't want to hate. But there it is anyway. There it is. Where did it come from? It came from outside. It came from outside. See? And it corrupts, doesn't it? It corrupts. How many of you have ever had somebody hate you? Maybe they hated you because... For some ridiculous reason, they hated you because of your race or because of because you were a soldier. Or they hate you because you wore a certain type of clothing or something. And you, you can't understand it. You cannot understand it. They have been corrupted. See? Well, a lot of things can corrupt, but you don't want to be corrupt. You want to be pure, like that egg with the intact shell. You want to be pure. So there's two things, uh, two issues. Number one, you have to start looking at at um, your emotions, especially the one of anger now, and see how it is corrupting. And stand back and, and realize the need to remain calm. See, realize your need to remain calm. Your loved ones need you to be calm. Your partner needs you to be calm. See, realize that. See, and even that, even that sober realization, if you really see it and consider it deeply, it will sober you up and it will help you to be calmer. And then you have to see that you have to let go of these things. Yeah, you may have been clinging to your anger. See, you went to work with the energy of anger. My husband doesn't appreciate me. My kids don't appreciate me. The people at work don't appreciate me. And so underneath you have anger and you have resentment. And, you, and those energize you, empower you, see, and make you feel self-righteous. But you know what? In the long run, they destroy you. You don't want that to happen. You want to have a, a strength that comes from God. And so you have just look at the anger. Look, if you can look at it and be separate from it and see that it's there and not want to be that way, there's a separation. You no longer are the anger. You're watching it. You can see the hate. You no longer are the hate. You're not identified with it anymore. It's not even your hate. Who knows where it came from? Just watch it. Watch it. Stand back from it. And don't struggle with it. Just watch it. And then. 
You're not feeding it anymore. And when thoughts come to mind, he doesn't appreciate me, you know, blah, blah, blah. When, you, when those thoughts come to mind, though there may be some truth in them, just dismiss them. They're not your friend. They're trying to feed your pride. Not, it's not even your pride. They're trying to feed pride. See, what it is that God inside of you wants to live in you. Like the germs li live in a corrupted egg. Or like certain larvae get inside of a, a worm gets inside of an apple or like that. You see how it lives inside of it and feeds on it? Well, the, the, that on the outside that got inside, it feeds on you. And the way it feeds on you is by when you become angry, when you become emotional, it feeds on those emotions. So learn to calm down. Stand back, watch it. Don't feed it anymore. And everything will begin to improve. And the other thing is that the... Oh, no, I forgot where I was going to go with this. But I think, you, I think you got the idea. No, you're not entitled to your anger. You're not entitled to your resentment. Just be an observer in life. So you don't know the whole story. It's easy to judge other people, but you don't know the whole story. And even if you do, just let it go. It's not your job. See, God said, judgment is mine. Judgment is mine. God judges. You are not to judge other people. Don't judge them as being good and don't judge them as being bad. Just watch. Just observe people. See? You, so there is that delicate um, force field. You could think of the little barrier, the little eggshell that protects the egg. You have something like that. When you're not angry, when you're not resentful, when you're not judgmental, then you have something within you that acts as a protection. But when, notice next time you become resentful or or when you become angry, notice how all of a sudden negative thoughts attack you. Even other people attack you. They can sense somehow that your, your force field is down. So health is the natural state of the body. Health is the natural state of the soul. You have to refine your soul health. And the way to refine it is to stand back from what has gone wrong within and watch it. Oh, so the two things are then, number one, you watch, observe other people and don't judge them, don't hate them, don't resent them, just watch them. And then you have to also deal properly with what's gone wrong within you. All these years of corruption that's got inside, you can't really do anything about it. It's up to God to deal with it. But cry out to your creator and he will aid you. He will hold back. See, he has the power to put in abeyance that within you that has been tormenting you. He can hold it back to give you the space to go out in the world and deal with people with patience and with calmness and with love. There's the word. So what is love? Love is not hating. Love is not resenting. Love is not judging. Love is not getting angry at people. 
Just watch them. And then what comes through you that protects you and holds back the sea of negativity? That force is love. And you can be the shining light. And when you express that love, you express it as patience. You don't see the love in you, but other people do. And it affects them profoundly for the good. Understanding the Bible can bring you encouragement by reminding you of God's promises. If you have a Bible-related question you'd like to ask Roland, call our listener call-in line at 510-455-8851. That's 510-455-8851. Leave your name, the city you're calling from, and your question and Roland might play your question on a future Shedding Shackles program. Or, if you would prefer he respond to you privately, simply let him know. One of my greatest pleasures is to go to the mailbox, and there's mail there. I love getting letters from listeners. It's one of the best parts of the week when I go to the mailbox and there are some letters there from from listeners. I love them dearly. So I want to give the address again for those of you who uh, want to write to me. It's, of course, Roland, R-O-L-A-N-D, Trujillo, T as in Tom, R-U-J-I-L-L-O. And the address is 1556 Fitzgerald Drive, That's 1556 Fitzgerald Drive, number 217, Pinole, California, P as in Paul, I, N as in Nutmeg, O-L-E, Pinole, California, 94564. Once again, that's Roland Trujillo, 1556 Fitzgerald Drive, number 217, Pinole, California, 94564. Look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.